You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show. I think we're, I think we're on right now, so I think everything is good. I'm not sure. We but, are. Uh, okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I had the look from Shell. I was like, oh, no, what's happening? But we're on. Everything's going good, and we're here. Lawson, you are live from Toronto. Shell, you're from Newcastle. And I'm over here all the way up in northern Finland, uh, where we're reporting from the Koivuko Lifestyle Center mission trip that's happening from New South Wales. We've got about 40 young people over here doing some amazing work, getting this place all ship-shape. Lawson, how's life? I'm reporting from the Toronto Lifestyle Center, a.k.a. my bedroom, where lifestyle gets improved by... um, you know, well, this is the area in which I put my shoes on to then go for a run up my street. <laughs> so all kinds of great things happening. Uh, I Actually, there's a big meeting taking place at the moment down in Avondale College, which is my, my alma mater, my university. And a lot of pastors have come from all over Australia to attend. And so I, 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 heavily promote the fact that I'm from Newcastle and I love Newcastle. Therefore, when people were coming to Newcastle, uh, I got a lot of text messages like, hey, can you pick us up from the airport? And so I was kind of doing a bit of a pastoral taxi service yesterday. Oh, so nice. I've just been living my best. Is that life. what you're also, thankful for, being an unpaid Uber driver? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I, I did get paid. They shouted me lunch. So that, that was a blessing. Simultaneously, uh, it is very warm here. Like it's like 30 degrees every day compared to, you know, a much, much colder place called Melbourne, which was like 17 degrees, which, you know, is a, just a little bit colder than what you've got in Finland. Exactly. Not much, but just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's about that in Fahrenheit. So that's good. To know. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the same thing. Absolutely. It's, it's essentially the same. It's Melbourne, the same. Coldest the place same. on earth. Coming up later on Faith FM, we go over the earthquake in both Turkey and Syria with the death toll exceeding over 7,200 uh, as more tremors follow. Also, Disney Plus bows down to the balloon-sending Chinese government when it comes to lockdown camps. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. On The Breakfast Show here with Blake and Lawson with producer Shell all the way in Newcastle, mm. clicking all the buttons, making it all happen. And I just want to give a little shout-out to Lock Sport. I hope I said that right in Victoria, 87.6. Thanks for listening, Lock Sport. <laughs> That's such a cool day, by the way, too. And if you live in Lockport. Lock, like L-O-C-H, like Loch Ness Monster. Like Locky. Ooh, Loch Ness. Ooh, no, Loch- not like Locky. Locky spelled different, right? Uh, with an L-A, that's true. It's a Loch Ness Monster Sport. So maybe they just ride... Loch Ness, like they do water polo on the back of a Loch Ness monster. Or they hunt be... them for sport, something like that. Ooh, that's even more that wild, is actually. intense. also want to shout out the northeast suburbs in South Australia, 87.8. Thanks for listening over there in the southern part of the country, you southerners. Mm-hmm. I love all the southerners over there in South Australia. Lawson, I need a quiz clue quickly. Hey, I got one for you. Who am I? That's our quiz for today. Who am I? And for 500 points, the most difficult clue we have, I prophesied that 
it was better for one man to die for the people, the Jews, than the whole nation to perish. If you know who prophesied that, 0491064669, of course, if you get the answer correct, you'll get your 500 points. If you get it incorrect, bum, bum, you're excluded. You're done for the day. And of course, as we go through the show, we're going to get easier and easier clues. So, you know, you can risk less and less because you'll have a better idea as to who this is. But at the same time, if you want to win big, 0491064669, I prophesied that it was better for one man to die for the people than that the whole nation should perish. 0491064669. Of course, our prize for this week is the amazing Conflict of the Ages series. We have... Uh, pa- uh, patriarchs and prophets, prophets and kings, desire of ages, the acts of the apostles, and the great controversy. Basically, a series of Bible commentaries spanning from before creation to after recreation. 0491 is the number to call or text. And of course, if you just want to play for bragging rights, you can state it or star it. You can say, I'm playing for bragging rights. Or you can put like a little star emoji or something beside your answer. And we will know what you're trying to play. But if you're going for that prize, try and get him for those 500 points. Five books, one story, hundreds of hours worth of reading, all in the Conflict of the Ages series. That's it's right. basically my favorite series. What What's a five-book series called? It's not like a trilogy. It's Is it a quintilogy? Quintilogy, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll quintilogy. claim that. Quintilogy. Claim it. Okay. And talking about claiming it, state it or start if you text in 0491064669. And just to let us know, you're playing the game just for the clout. You're not here for the prize. You're just putting those points in. Just for the clout. Just so, just just so we know uh, you're smart. The street cred, as we like Mm -hmm. to call it here on uh, the, the difficult, uh, street journey of Faith FM, uh, between (laughs) Lawson and I. And uh, Shell uh, shaking her head in disapproval at times when we make statements like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Lawson. <laughs> oh, man. Wild times. Wild times. It's a breakfast show. It's very early in the morning for you, and it's very late at night for me. So none of our cognitive abilities are working properly. Lawson, what? But despite that, I've got dude. good news. I've okay, got you got good, some good news. I, got I want good, to hear. I got we good need good stuff news. happening. Desperately. So. The only good interaction that has ever happened on Twitter happened yesterday. Wow. Big statement. The only good interaction. And that is essentially, so this, uh, this account comes on, it's called Doge Designer, and it's very clearly, you know, just like some kind of crypto money advice shilling account. And it's got a black and white photo of Elon Musk. And then the caption is, it's it's a quote from Elon Musk. It says, I go to sleep, I wake up, I work, I go to sleep, I wake up, I work. I do that seven days a week. And then underneath it's like, be safe and take care of yourself, Elon. The world needs you. Now, the world needs you. I don't, I don't know how much the world needs Elon Musk. If you drive a Tesla, you might need Elon Musk. But, you know, you there, there, there is lots of uh, there's lots of Elon Musk, you know, sucking up that happens on, on Twitter. And that's essentially what this person is doing. But they're highlighting the fact that he just works all the time, which is true because he's like the CEO of multiple companies. Uh, he himself, Elon Musk, responds and says, 
I'm worried about me too. Sad face. Like not even sad face emoji, just like colon open bracket. Whoa. Which is my favorite, my favorite way, by the way, to do emojis is. Yeah. Cause you are. Yeah. You're, we, we, we're worried about your loss. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Now that is responded to by the Twitter account of the Adventist church. Okay. This is what I was thinking. Seven days a week. So the Adventist church Twitter account is like, we would love to tell you more about the Sabbath, Elon. It will change your life. And it's very likely that you'll get even more done. Okay. So firstly, before we continue, because this gets better, but I just wholeheartedly agree. The Sabbath will change your life. It's changed my life. I think the Sabbath was the active ingredient in my life that led me to be a Christian today. It actually was one of the biggest things that helped me to overcome uh, alcoholism that I was struggling with in my life. I was, I was really struggling. This is when I was 17, 18, when I started keeping the Sabbath, I was really struggling with drinking and, and alcoholism and the Sabbath having that one day where I wouldn't party, I, I wouldn't drink. And it just, just rubbed off into the rest of my life. And I've been sober ever since. And there's an amazing, amazing story. I'm, I'm so grateful that God has instituted the Sabbath because it's changed my life. And that's what the Adventist church is saying on Twitter. They're like, Hey, Elon, you know, you should, you should keep the Sabbath. It, it'll change your life and it will make you even more productive. But then that tweet is responded to by Jordan Peterson, who, who is, you know, a foremost in the world psychologist. Uh, he's written a very famous book, 12 steps, uh, to life. 12 rules, 12, 12 rules. Steps. 12 it's steps. The that's, alcoholic that's anonymous. Anonymous. 12 yeah. rules, 12 rules for life. I've read tw- 12 rules. Uh, it's, it's good. Jordan B. Peterson, he responds. He says, there's a reason there was a Sabbath. Traditionally, you might be a more effective with the rest. You'd allow more uh, imaginative parts of your brain to operate out of the confines of task-oriented or- direction. You could rest and be more efficient too. And then the Adventist church responds to that and says, well, that's what we've been saying. Like, that, <laughs> that, like we, that's what we do. Like that, that's us. Seventh Day Adventist, that's us. And it was just a funny interaction. And like I said, it's the only good interaction to ever happen on Twitter. Uh, because most of what takes place on Twitter is people trying to scam you and people, um, uh, accusing shaming others you, of accusing oh, shaming you, you and then accusing people being accused of, of like terrible crimes, like sexual assault, which, you know, accusations of sexual status assault is something that maybe needs to happen. If someone's done something wrong, but it's just Twitter is a, is a, is like the heliocentric area of the universe of just bad content and bad, you know, negativeness. But, Finally, something good has happened. And, it, you know, it was good for a laugh. So I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool that, you know, the Adventist church is trying to get in there and, and evangelize and witness to some some big fish in the world. Some big, famous, rich. It's fish. so interesting how it is goes against all reason that taking 24 hours off makes you more productive. But it's true. It works. And the research shows that it works. And more and more people ought to give it a try. The seventh day Sabbath from Friday night sundown till Saturday night sundown 
gives you this 24-hour period where you can just spend time with God, spend time with your family, spend time without focus on work, and you're so much more productive for the other six days of the week. And guess what? It's been designed like that from the very beginning of time. That's right. There is a mandate from God to keep the Sabbath. But as you can clearly see, when we look at the Sabbath in the Bible – you know, it's like, okay, God rested from all he's done. It's like, does God need rest? No, God doesn't need rest. He instituted rest for us, for our sake. And so it's cool that that is a message that we have to take to the world because it will be a blessing to your life. And maybe you want to keep the Sabbath. Maybe you want more information about the Sabbath. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. But right now it's Andrew Peterson with God Rested. Incredibly on point there. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Elon Musk, if you're listening to this, make sure that you take the advice of the Seventh-day Adventist Church Twitter account, rest on the Sabbath. It's good for you. It's good for us. It's good for Twitter. Take a break, my man. Lawson, help us out with a quiz clue. Our next clue. My father-in-law is Annas. If you know whose father-in-law was Annas, 0491-064-669. Now, if you know who it is, you can give us a call or text on that number. And if you get it correct, you will go into the draw for 400 points now. So the clues are getting a bit easier, so we're going to give you less points. But for 400 points, you can enter into the quiz for this week and potentially get in our win our draw which will be the conflict of the ages series but again that question or that clue was my father-in-law is annis 0491-064-669 and the prize for that is the conflict of the ages series probably the best five books that i know of all together all in one place lawson some crazy things are happening around the world uh one thing that's happened is, uh, very unfortunately and very sadly, uh, mm. the Syrian and Turkey earthquakes have now, the death toll has raised up to 7,200 people. And I was talking with producer Shell before the mm. show, and it looks like that number could 8x, eightfold. So I don't know what that is, 7,000 times 8 could be up to 50,000 people who've lost their lives or who will lose their lives because of the tremors, the aftershocks, and all the aftermath of an earthquake of that magnitude. I believe it was a 7.5 and a 7.8 plus, if I'm not mistaken, mm. hundreds of aftershocks that have taken place there in northern Syria and southern Turkey as well, too. And now the survivors have to basically choose, do we go inside to escape the freezing weather and risk the building collapsing on top of us? Or do we say outside to avoid the building collapsing on top of us from the aftershocks and freeze to death? Wow. So it is literally an awful situation that's happening uh, in Turkey and in Syria. Before the show, we spent some time in prayer, praying mm. for not only those, the survivors, but also for the families that are currently trapped as well, too. People underneath rubble and, and buildings and just debris and it's such a such a terrible time over there in turkey and just want to encourage all of you who are listening on faith fm take some time to pray for 
Turkey, pray for Syria. Uh, there's constant war going over there as well, mm-hmm. too. Uh, but it is just a, a really awful time. They're sending these uh, famous Mexican search dogs over to Turkey right now to go and help find people. And a lot of humanitarian work and aid groups are being shipped over right now to uh, Turkey and to northern Syria as well, too. The uh, I think there's a famous group of people, the White Hat guys. I don't know exactly their name, but they're just really good at uh, helping rescue people from debris, but there's only so much that they can do. And there's so much devastation all throughout uh, that part of Turkey. So please keep that in prayer and all the families as well as the survivors as well, too. Another thing that's Mm. going on, uh, they found the balloon that was shot out of the sky. Uh, I don't know if you remember that or not, Lawson, but there was, there was a balloon in the sky above America and a bunch of rednecks were throwing beer bottles at it and cussing at it on uh social media but it was actually an f-22 raptor jet fighter that shot it out of the sky and then they just recovered it out of the ocean right uh mm. it was it's all off the off the coast of america and the atlantic ocean they found it all and then the is really close to myrtle beach south carolina right uh-huh. and so are the chinese going to be able to recover it that, that's uh, my question because they're asking for it back. No way are they going to give it back to the Chinese. <laughs> it's like, hey, you should have thought about that before you floated it over America. There's no way that the 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 good old boys from South Carolina are going to return. <laughs> the, that's like the ball that's thrown over the fence. You're not getting that one back. Yeah, no, no way. That is not coming back for sure. Uh, and. And they're actually searching for not, they found the balloon, but they're searching for all of the other, uh, debris that's gone with it. Apparently the whole thing weighs about 2000 pounds, the estimated weight for all of it. Mm. That's so much gear and stuff that was all connected to it. And so they're having a, a debris field that's, they're searching around all the material there. It's like 1500 meters by 1500 meters, essentially looking all around to get everything that they can discover. Mm. Now, talking about the Chinese government, this is a crazy thought, or this is a a crazy scenario. Disney Plus, as you know, is a streaming service. I don't know if you knew about that or not, Lawson. Probably not because you're studying all the time at Avondale. You've never heard of it, but it's a streaming service. And on Disney Plus, they've recently removed an episode of The Simpsons from its streaming service in Hong Kong, which contained a reference to forced labor camps in China. Mm -hmm. So essentially the episode is titled one angry Lisa. And it features a scene where the mom, Mar, Mar, I don't even know the name. I've actually never seen it. March, March, takes a virtual bike class through China's great wall where the instructor tells riders to behold the wonders of China Bitcoin mines, forced labor camps where children make smartphones. And then China has been facing allegations of human rights, abuses, and forced labor against uh, the Uyghur people. I think, I hope I said that right. At mass detention centers in the Xinjiang province, which the government denies. Now, they can deny it all they want, but there is ample evidence. There's ample evidence 
of these things that are actually taking place and, and happening. So the Chinese government is basically now putting pressure on a U.S. media outlet. Well, you think it's U.S. or we, it claims to be a U.S. media outlet. And Disney Plus is saying, yeah, we will take that down. We're not going to display that on our streaming service for our viewers to watch because we don't want to have anything that could, you know, put China in a bad light. Now, in 2021, this is not the first time they've done this. In 2021, Disney Plus also removed an episode of The Simpsons that satirized the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. And they removed that as well, too, uh, which was just an indication of what's actually happening, right? So the Chinese Communist Party leader, uh, basically Mao Zedong, in that episode, basically Homer Simpson is calling him a little angel, but in reality, responsible for mm. millions being killed, right? And so we're seeing, you know, Disney is not responding to the request for the comment, like, hey, why are you actually doing this? They're just removing the episode without any words being spoken. And this is this has happened to plenty of companies because the reality is is that China is a big fish. China is a massive fish. In fact, like we, we talk about Twitter and Elon Musk being the owner of Twitter, uh, there is lots of like anti-China criticism on Twitter and stuff that's been addressed towards Elon Musk and he refuses to comment on it because the Tesla market in China is massive. For but sure. Not only that, like you have other companies, for example, like Walmart doesn't operate in China because Walmart is like American and they, you know, in China, they want as few American companies as possible. And so the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest supermarket chain is a company called Carrefour, which is like a big, it's like one of the, it's basically the Walmart of Europe. And they're, They've come under the same pressure, but they always bow the knee because it's like their their market share in China is bigger than all of Europe combined. It's just really sad that essentially all these people are being whips whisked away and thrown into these detention camps all for the sake of capitalism and for money. And China does whatever they want because they make U.S. dollars for a lot of people. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Mm. I'll be over here in Finland. He's down there in Toronto. We got producer Shell uh, between us, just keeping us uh, at arm's distance so that we're not fighting each other. So we had to have this distance between us so that we could actually get along for a little while. Mm, the Boston. most epic love <laughs> triangle of all time. You know, okay. a kind of triangular in, in area. Just read the quiz. Oh, Anyways, uh, who am I? This is for 300 points. After Jesus was brought to Annas, who was this person's father-in-law, Annas then sent him to me. All right. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to this one. We're getting, we're getting easier and easier, guys. So... Again, if you already attempted to answer, yet you failed, bum, bum, that's it for today. If you got it right, congratulations. But furthermore, if you haven't made an attempt, it's your time right now. 
Again, after Jesus was brought to Annas, Annas sent him to me. 0491-064-669. Of course, our amazing prize for this week, the Conflict of the Ages series. In, by the way, a beautiful, awesome box set that just fits perfectly on your shelf and looks amazing. So, again, that number, 0491-064-669. After Jesus was brought to Annas, Annas sent him to me. I personally have this box set at my, uh, in my house as well too. And I just want to strongly encourage you. This is a really, really cool prize this week. I like all the prizes, but this is one of my favorite prizes. Mm. And one of my favorite things to do is interview new people here on Faith FM. And we have someone who has, who is all the way in Melbourne. He's from Barrel. I think that's where it was. Yeah. He's from Barrel. Maybe I'm saying it wrong way. Uh, and he went to Melbourne for AYC, flew back to Sydney and then flew here to Finland for, uh, this mission trip. Ben Forbes, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It's Barrel. But... Barrel. Barrel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Sorry. So you're from there. Yep. How long have you lived there? My whole life, pretty much. Uh, the whole lived life outside of town a little bit, but born, born and raised in Barrel. Barrel. So Barrel Local Boy. Hey, I just want to say, if you're listening and you're also from there, and maybe you know Ben Forbes, send us a text at 0491-064-669. That'd be super awesome. I'm sure my mom has recruited a few people to listen. (laughs) Excellent. We'd love to hear. If you're listening, we want to hear uh, if you know Ben Forbes. And also, you can send us in embarrassing information about him as well, too, and we can read that right on Faith FM. Oh, he doesn't want that. Never mind. Not necessary. So instead of embarrassing information, Ben, uh, I want to just kind of Let's rewind. You said you went to AYC. How was that experience uh, down there in Melbourne? And what was that all about for you? Yeah, it was good. That's my third AYC. And each of them, I don't know, they just keep getting better each year. But I really like the emphasis on AYCs, the spirituality of it. So what is AYC for some of our listeners who may not know? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, It stands for Adventist Youth for Christ. And it's a small, small group of just Adventist youth that organize it and they get a keynote speaker and a couple of guest speakers. And is yeah. it like outside or is it inside? Like, oh, what is it? Big hall. We had uh, the St. Kilda Town Hall this time and wow. there was 400, almost 400 people in the normal meetings. And then the Sabbath, they opened it up to a few more. So we had 700. Wow. 700 there. Yeah. So, like, what's kind of the age group of these, of the people who attend? Uh, probably anywhere from 15 to 40. Plus, I don't know. It's, there's a big group. Okay, so it's more. It's kind of young adult. Like, more young yeah. adult. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And so, what was the what was kind of the vibe and the theme that happened this year at AYC? Because I've heard other people mention it, but we haven't. I don't know what ha- actually happened down there. And I'm I'm very interested. Yeah. So they've been focusing more and more on outreach each year, and so, and each time there is an opportunity for everyone to do an outreach part, and so there was door knocking and street evangelism where we were promoting different things that are happening in Melbourne that people can come along to and interact with the church. So it's So is it so when AYC is done, is it always done in Melbourne? No. Well the I've gone to three of them. I think they're mostly done in Melbourne because that's where it was started. Okay. But last year was at Kurenbong. So Oh yeah. wow. Yeah that's okay. pretty cool. So that was like near was that at Avondale University? At Avondale University, yeah. Okay. Very cool. So Essentially, comes together, got some keynote speakers, and then you also do some outreach for the community as well, too. Yeah, it's it's really uplifting, and it's always a really good spiritual high. So, what would make a person like yourself then go and do that? Like, why? Why? What made you go? Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go to AYC. Why'd you go? Uh, the first time, I think there's just a group of us going. I wasn't 
I didn't know what it was about, but it sounded like a cool holiday to Melbourne, which I'd never been before. But ever since then, it's just, I've been really excited for the next one. Like they just, they really uplift me spiritually and I really get a, it's good. They're really good. I don't so know the, how else to explain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. So, so essentially like it's just getting better and better the experience as it goes along. Yeah. Like the first time there was the outreach thing, I was super nervous about it and it was street evangelism and it didn't go too well because there's people in every corner. So I think the people were a bit annoyed by the time overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. No, that uh, can happen. But then the next time was door knocking and I really, I really liked that. And we got a couple of contacts and. The, the thing about door knocking that I find that is very interesting, I find that door knocking is more for the person who goes out door knocking than for the doors that are knocked on because it gets you out of your comfort zone. Oh, definitely. And it forces you to really kind of put uh, your faith where your action is and like to put it to the test to say, hey, you know, we're going to go and tell people that Jesus loves them. And it's kind of a nerve-wracking experience was how how did, was it real smooth for you or was it nerve-wracking for you uh it was pretty nerve-wracking uh i get my nerves racked pretty easily <laughs> but i had someone with me that had done it before and so i had that little bit of guidance and yeah it went smoothly and after a few houses i was comfortable doing the spiel as well and i don't know go off script a little bit and it, it helped it was really good very cool okay so You've you've done AYC. You got on a plane. You flew here to Finland. Uh, why would you do that? Finland's very cold. I've I've questioned myself every day since I've been here. Why did I do this? What was the purpose of this? Well, I've, I personally love the cold, so okay, that was so like you're a good. big selling point you're, for me. You're solid. All right. <laughs> yeah. <see you. laughs> uh, but I wanted to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. It's I don't, with big decisions like trips. I always get very. I'm a little bit anxious about it. Like, oh, I don't need to do that. But they announced it at last year's AYC, actually. That's where I heard about it. And as the more I thought about it, the more I prayed about it, I just felt I should go. And here I am. Okay. Yeah. So you, so really you heard about it. Wow. So AYC has had a big kind of role in this whole journey as well, too. Like your spiritual journey as well, too. Oh, definitely. So now you're getting to a place where you're actually leaving the South New South Wales area. You're getting out of your comfort zone. You're coming here to Finland on a mission trip. Have you ever been on a mission trip before? I have. I went to Nepal in 2015. Wow. Okay. So you went to Nepal as well too. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of like, it's becoming part of your DNA. Oh, (laughs) the Nepal one was a bit easier because most of it was organized for me and it was, I was practically a kid then. So it's right. I I don't know if I had that same mission focus, but this one I wanted to to be more mission focused. I wanted to get out more out of my comfort zone. Like I was doing massages in a shopping mall this morning. So whoa, really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's a few people who did outreach today as well, too. So Uh, you went out just massaging fins (laughs) in a shopping center. (laughs) That's it. No, why? Like, like you got to give us some context because that's just kind of weird. I got to be honest. So you're just like, did you jump on people and start massaging them, or what was the how how the whole whole the situation went? Yeah, so we're at a lifestyle center here, and so we're promoting that. So we went to this mall. We had a couple of scrumptious vegan treats, and so we'd lure them over with that and invite them over to a nice tempting massage too. And it worked. People came, flocked. Lots of elderly people because everyone, all the younger people are at schools. But yeah, it was actually really successful. 
Well, so so you go to the shopping center, you're doing some massages, and it's not just you doing massages, but it's a group of you. Yep. Are you handing out uh, like flyers and literature about Koivico as well too? Yep. There's a couple of programs coming up here, and so we had that as a basis to get them back into it, to call up Koivico and see what they can do. And so we lure them over with that, and it was good. Yeah, we had nonstop massages and... Have you ever done that before? I've barely done massages before. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever have you ever massaged multiple fins before? Or Absolutely that, not. First time. First yeah, time. This is I've first never time. touched a fin before. I've never touched a fin. This is the first time. <laughs> and not only just one, but many today. Yeah. So okay, we've got that under the belt. We're moving forward. That's awesome. And I think it's really cool how we can incorporate in our mission work the the health message. You know that the. the uh, it's been said that it's the right arm of the gospel. And so now you're going out, you're, you're giving free massages, but you're also promoting a healthy lifestyle here at Koivico, the lifestyle center. And then you're also helping people to ra- or you're raising awareness for this place as a place to come and get your health on track in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard a couple of stories from people here that the health message have actually brought them into Adventism and on this trip as well. Yeah, I've actually seen, I have seen a couple of people on this trip uh, who are literally here because of the health message. Like yeah. they've, they heard about it, they saw it, and they're like, yeah, I agree with that. And now they're here because mm-hmm. of that. So that's a really good point. Now, I want to talk about just, I want to totally just sidetrack here a little bit. So you went out and did outreach first, but like, what have you been doing here at Koivico since since you've arrived? Uh, so right off the bus, they got us working. Okay. So, so you just go, jump go off the bus pretty much straight into work. So after 40 hours, almost 40 hours of traveling, uh, we get here and they gave us an extra hour of sleep time, which was nice of them. And the next, <laughs> how generous, <laughs> how generous. Um, and the next morning they got, they gave us a little tour around the property and all the jobs that needed doing. It was pretty full on. But with 40 of us, we started tackling these jobs and the progress that we saw in the first few days was already amazing and it continues. And it continues on. Yeah, as so well just too. renovations and just day-to-day running of this place. It's a huge place. I was walking around today for the first time just like on my own, just like kind of had a little walk around the whole place and it's huge. Like it's just, there's buildings everywhere all over the place that need renovation and, and fixing up and and painting and just getting it to that standard so that people can come and experience the the healthy lifestyle retreat. Now, one thing about all of the the buildings as well too, you have actually captured some really really cool images. I I, I don't know if you knew I was going to talk about that or not, but like I think you're a great photographer, man. Yeah, have you. you do you do that like professionally? No, I just hobbyist. I just taught myself photography a few years ago, and I've just really really enjoying. The landscape here because you don't get anything like it in Australia. No, that's and so I've just been trying to take as many pictures of scenes as I can just to remember the place and the people. And I've been really enjoying that aspect of it too. No, that's that's really cool. I really have enjoyed uh, the photography that you have have done, and you have a certain style that it's very clear. Like when we're looking at different photographs from everyone, and then yours come up, I'm like, oh. Those are mints, like Ben Forbes photography right here. You know, so, uh, as you have shared those and captured those images as well, too, like, w- what are you looking for when you're, when you're trying to capture one of those images? So my style on this trip has been more of a cinematic style. 
So I've gone for like lengthways, wide angles, and just very kind of square on scenes where you can just see a little bit of the picture, but it's just very kind of organized. But yeah, that's definitely a style that you could probably pick up all my photos if you for, for if you sure. went through the list. <laughs> I didn't know that that was the name of it. I didn't know that what was I, that's what was going on. But man, it, it really it really does capture. I think it captures kind of the vibe and the the story about what's actually happening here. Now, I want to just talk about quickly. We have about a minute here. <sighs> thinking about other people who are thinking about getting out of their comfort zone, doing a mission trip. Maybe they want to go to Nepal or Finland or somewhere in the world. What would you want to say to them to encourage them uh, to go on a mission trip and to just say, hey, I'm a regular guy, but I can go and make a difference? Yeah, there was, when you start to think about how many people in this world have not heard the gospel or uh, are in need of the gospel, I mean, we're all in need of the gospel, but the world is so big, just just do it. Pray about it. God will provide the means if you think you can't do it and yeah, if you trust in him, everything will work out if you're meant to go. So is it is it was it something that was that it got you out of your comfort zone? Are you happy that it did? Oh, yeah. I it's been so rewarding so far and I, I think it can, go, it can only go up from here. So I'm keen to see where God takes me next. It's kind of one of those snowball effects that just gets bigger and bigger and the experience just gets better and better. Yeah. And Doug Batchelor was the keynote speaker at AYC and he had an appeal that to give one year of your life to service of God. And I'm, I intend to hold, hold into that and hold myself to that because I put my hand up. So I'm keen to see where it takes me. Well, praise the Lord. Ben, thank yeah. you so much for joining us on Faith FM. Thanks for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I hope that we can encourage others to give a year to God. Uh, in service to him and to the kingdom of heaven. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.